<clears throat> well, hello guys. Welcome to another episode of Black Lions Airspace. I'm your host, Zachary Shiloh. Welcome to the very first episode of Black Roaming, uh, Roaming Around Black Lions Domain with, and I have two dear friends of mine. Please introduce yourselves. I'm Pat from Staten Island. <laughs> and I'm Raymond from Staten Island. And these are the Gallagher's. When I was 23, I met Raymond by way of my now ex-fiance. And he's been like a father figure to me for many, many years. The last few months, especially, he's been my rock. He's been there for me more than anybody else that's not my parents. And I love him dearly. And when I started this show, the thoughts of bringing people on, I thought of him and Pat right away. And today marks a special occasion because they both said yes to me. And I wanted to bring them on to say thank you very much for everything that you've done for me. And I want everybody out there in uh, <clears throat> podcast land to get to know them just as much as I do and love them accordingly. So I met Pat roughly about, I believe, three years ago. She came over to the house that I was living at at the time. And... We just clicked right there and then, and I love her like an aunt. She, just like Raymond, has taken care of me and was there through so much of my life, especially when I lost my now ex-fiance. And to these two, I'm forever grateful for what they've done for me. Publicly, thank you so much. Yeah. I love you both. We so, <laughs> so let's get to it. All right, guys. Thank you again for coming on. I appreciate it. So, what's it like just dealing with me in general. Well, I got to say, when you give something to somebody, usually you get more than you gave. And knowing Zach and being able, if we can support him and be there for him, it gives us more than we're giving him. And he's a great person. He's a really, I know that there's another woman waiting out there for him. I could tell you. He's cute, <laughs> and all the ladies would love him. He's well-educated, well-spoken, and um, well-rounded, diversified, many things, a hard worker, <laughs> you know, and it's a, been a real pleasure getting to know him. We wish him life's best in everybody. <laughs> we all should contribute in this life to being kind to one another. Because through that, we get more in return to ourselves. <laughs> Raymond? I've worked, and I'm sure you know it, 
I've worked for the police department 27 years, and I learned in the police department, you know, it's not what you do or anything, but it's how you treat your fellow workers. And Zach treated me, I would say, 100% better than anybody I have ever known. <laughs> I mean, uh, things that don't really mean anything to anybody, like taking and getting a carriage for me to go shopping because I'm a little bit handicapped, and uh, opening doors for me, and just being there as a friend means so much to me. <laughs> and uh, to me, there is no person in the world that I can assume that I can think of that comes close to what he is as a man. And I know how he treats people. He treats people with respect and dignity and everything. And, you know, uh, people, I think, should uh, be attracted to him because of these reasons. And he is a definite asset to working in his job. And I just wish that uh, somebody would come along and hire him in a better position than he is in now because he certainly is an asset and, and uh, does his job very well. And not only his job, but the job of others. Thank you and, very much. Yeah. You know, so, what do you guys like to do for fun? Oh, for fun. I like to cook and bake and read and go to new museums and travel to places that I haven't <laughs> been before and to go back to the places I have traveled to. <laughs> and I love the animals. And I'll mention Cape May Zoo. It's one of the best zoos in Jersey. Everybody should get down there. It's and it's free, guys. It's all free, Cape May Zoo. So there's a big plus. There's not too many things left for free, but that's for free. Also, I like to go to new places to eat and experience new foods and new cultures. What do you like to do, Raymond? Wow. As you know, in the past, I've lost my spouse six years ago. Rest in peace. And I do like to go out and eat and everything. But, I, you know, uh, even when I go out to eat, I always have thoughts about my spouse and everything. And I, I really can't enjoy life without her. That's much respected. Well, I've talked to Raymond a lot over the past few years about that. And he really is a dedicated husband. From what he's told me, he's done a lot. He's worked three jobs. He's put food on the, the table for his wife and kids. And he was there with his wife till the end. And that's one of the reasons why I come to love him like the father figure that he has been to me. And I kind of strive to 
be that kind of man if I have my own children. And I really do wish that his wife was alive to see him. Because I could tell from being in church last month that she was there. She was there just being proud that he was taking care of her even after death. And that's what being in love is, I believe. And Raymond has taught me that. And I've seen it for months on it, years on it. And I couldn't think of anybody better to be my first guest on this new talking segment than him. That's not my own mother and father who will eventually be on here. <sighs> Let me try and compose myself a little bit. Because <laughs> this is absolutely fun and is emotional, guys. It means a lot to me. Well, well, next Sunday is a very big day for you, Raymond. It's another service for Mary Joan. I will be there for you, like I've always been. What does it mean to you that the church that we go to allows you to have as many services for Mary Joan as they do? Well, it means something to me, of course, that I make the masses for her uh, in honor of her. And it's not the church that means anything uh, because I, you know, I have my beliefs about the religion and everything. And uh, I agree with 90% of what the Catholic Church teaches. But I have my own belief in 10% of it. And I just feel that doing, making the masses for Mary Joan tells me, you know, I loved her and I still do. And I, uh, as you know, I'm sure, I wrote a lot of poetry for her approximately every 10 days since she's been gone. So I've written over 150 poems and I will continue writing them. And uh, that expresses my feelings. But as for the church, they're, they're helping me do an honor to Mary Joan. Uh, because I really think that's important. Right. And I've been to a couple of the services and they are so beautiful for her. I was taken away uh, back in November when I attended the first one that I ever went to for her. I still remember that day freshly and it's my very first journal log that I ever written. I remember waking up that day and the vibe was right. I actually went to the store for my then landlord 
who's now in the hospital. And then I went to church and Pat and Ray both arrived. And I helped along with uh, Pat take these things to the priest. When we got back, Pat and I, I could see how much it meant to Ray. And I almost cried right there because it meant a lot to him that his sister and I helped honor his wife. And I remember the rest of the day going like this. Pat gave Raymond and I a ride back here. I dropped off my stuff at home at the time. Then I came back and Raymond and I, we just talked the rest of the afternoon. And Pat did eventually come back <laughs> to get him uh, for dinner. But the overall feeling was a more sense of closeness. And I started writing hours later. Now, over three months later, I truly, and I will keep on repeating myself because A, this is my show, and B, this is the way I feel. I feel bonded to these guys even more because of what they've done for me. They've given me food. They've given me love, comfort, and peace when I didn't really have any. It's because of them I am where I am right now. And it's out of the honor and respect that I have for them that I've started this. I want to keep doing this <clears throat> roaming around with to not only honor them, but also to show people like my parents, childhood friends, prospective other guests who I'll name later on. The love, honor, and respect that they have given me throughout the years and leave a vocal archive. Because, folks, we don't know how much time on earth we all have. And I heard people throughout my life say, Oh, I wish I knew what my mother sounded like, what my father sounded like, what my grandmother sounded like. Well, I won't have to worry about that as long as I live because moments like this, outright forms like this, give me the chance to put my loved ones on actual vocal recording. So if they ever passed on, I can remember. Or if, heaven forbid, I pass away before my loved ones, they'll remember me. So let me ask you two this. When all is said and done. What would you like your legacies to have been?
my legacies that would I would like them to be of good things of good that I had good faith that I was an upstanding human being that I was caring compassionate and thoughtful of others that's why I like my legacy to be I think the most important thing in the world is your time time is precious as we all know because time is a thing that's always running out so giving yourself to other people, whether I'm retired, whether it's in volunteering or bringing your neighbor a piece of cake or a plate of food, you can do it anytime. You don't have to wait until you say they really need it or that. But being kind to the human beings you meet, just smiling at somebody, you can touch someone's heart or make someone's day, helping them. If they have a walk or they have a cane, get up onto the sidewalk or get down or help someone across the street. You don't have to do something astronomical, but a lot of times it's the little things in life. Just remembering always to share yourself with others and your time. I like to be remembered as that I was good to my family and my friends. And most of all, know your faith. Put God first. You, Raymond? I, I I guess I'd just like to be, uh, you know, uh, if people remember, I'd just like them to remember the good things I did during my life and how I feel a little bit different. I feel the most important thing in life is love. Uh, in fact, I have a 12-year-old grandson who was asked, what do you want for Christmas? And he says, well, I'd like a big house. I'd like a Bugatti. <laughs> but the most important thing I want is love. And he also said, I want my family back. Ah. Uh. I remember those answers when uh, Tommy was asked that. But it's sad to say in his case, the family that he wants, it's very, very complicated, folks. I won't go into details. Mm -hmm. What these two are saying is why I made this show originally. Friends originally just wanted me to do a show that was just about my love of pro wrestling. And I said, originally, that's not what I'm about. Yeah, sure, that's an aspect of me. But when I first formed this show, and I believe I've said this time again, and I'll keep on saying it until my face is blown. This show is multidimensional. It is not just a show about that aspect, the pro wrestling aspect. I'll get back to that eventually. But this show in general is about life, my life, the life of people like the Galaxy. But don't worry, for those of you that are looking for me to talk about the world of wrestling, I will eventually. But until then, it's gonna be like this, where I get to 
talk to people I love and care about. People who got me out of dark times. Without the Gallagher's, I'll keep on saying this. I would not be the man that I am today. It's because of them that I can stand tall. That I sleep good at night. They fed me. They've given me advice. They encourage me to write. Especially when I'm not feeling good. They tell me to write whatever I'm feeling. That they are always open to talk to me. I call Pat at least once a week. I'm always with Raymond every Sunday. Unless uh, Raymond's got uh, other things to do, then that's a different story. But otherwise than that, I'm always with Raymond because he brings out the best in me. And that's what I'm starting to look for in life. Not just on internet. From the physical standpoint, I need people in my life now who are going to do right by me that I'll do right by them. People kind of like my ex-fiance, but that's a whole nother story for another time, yeah. But I still love her. She does motivate me. She's part of the reason why I do right. The same day that I went to church with these two was the day that I saw her writing in her journal. And after taking on this role of diabetes, I knew I needed a way to cope with it. And writing was that way. So to Arl, who may or may not listen to this, and I've said this to her face, but I could literally leave this as a vocal if she ever. Thank you so much, Arl. I don't know what's going on in your life right now. I seriously don't. But I love you as much as the first year that we really started dating. Yeah, sure, you were the one to get things going. But over time, we did grow together. And part of me will never be able to let you go because I care so much. You were right yesterday when you said to me in an aspect that I am lonely. I'm lonely, Arlene, in the sense that I don't have anybody on a romantic level, but I'm not alone, Arl. I never was alone because I had you. I had the Gallagher's. I had my parents. I had other people in my life. And now, because of people like you, them, I can stand on my own. Yeah, sure, I'll look sad. I'll feel sad. But because of what you have taught me, I'm able to take my negatives and turn them into positives. So I don't 
have to cry. And if I do cry, it's because I'm happy. And because you were there. And I'm not just doing the wrestling yard anymore. Or unbeknownst to you, I will be going out this Friday to a concert at uh, St. George Theater. I'm going by myself, but that's fine. I need to be able to do things on my own even more. To build my self-confidence. And I'm so blessed to be able to do that. Even though I work a job that pays minimum wage, I am grateful for what I can do until I know I don't have to worry anymore about the minimum wage. So, Arl, if you haven't listened to this, know that I'm okay. I'm more than okay because I know that you're living your life the best you can, even though it's very, very rough. I'm living my life. As you can hear, I'm actually talking to people that love and care for us. So much. <laughs> and I'm able to laugh a little bit more. I'm able to breathe a little bit more. Somehow, some way, old friend, you know this by now, I've reversed my diabetes. And because of you, I'm going to lower my A1C even more. <sighs> okay. W would you two have any words of wisdom for my listeners out there as we wrap this bad boy up? The words of wisdom is to take it from Zach that keep going Put one foot in front of the other. Always know there's somebody around you that does care. And there's always, even if it's dark, there's always a light at the end of the rainbow. Sometimes it might take a while to see it, but it is there. Because God has the path. Never going to fail you. Sir, good dad. The thing is, uh, I know you said it, it's because of us sometimes that you're the man you are today and I don't feel that is really true you are the man you are because you give of yourself so much to other people and that's what makes you so good <laughs> well thank you very much like I have said, and I'll keep on saying this, you are my surrogate father. You've done a lot for me. And because of what you've done to me, I take that wherever I go. And I'm not scared of the world as I used to be. And this is why I will be there next Sunday. 
with and for your family. And even if you and John decide to go to Mary Joan's grave, as long as I'm there for you in the service, that's what matters to me the most. I can go home after church and be fine because I knew I was here for you and I'll always be here for you. I made it known in writing, I've said it to you face to face that it's my goal as far as moving out of my parents' house to return to this area. Because Rosebank is part of me. I'm part of Rosebank. I cannot see myself on Staten Island in any other place beyond here. I can't. I see it as a vision all the time. All the time. May you continue to live longer or pass away, either which way. Rosebank is my home. And I'm not giving up on my dream of being back here. And my biggest hope and prayer is that when I finally do crack the code to getting back out here permanently, that you are still here. Because we'll be neighbors again. I'll still be able to run around the corner and zip to you if anything happened. Because I don't want to have to take buses or any form of transportation. Because I feel that I should be here. I should be. I will be back here. Somehow. Somewhere. Legally. I will make that known again. Legally. I will not settle for less. I will get a different job. I will actually make my money the right way. I will move out of my parents' house back to Rosebank again. Because if I did it once, the world is forever the chances of possibilities. Well, this has been my very first episode of Roaming Around Black Lion's Domain with Pat and Ray Gallagher, my surrogate father and aunt, who I love very dearly. Please email me at ZAC shi130 at gmail.com You can also listen to this show by multiple means on linktree slash zaccshi130 and please subscribe to my YouTube page which is Home of Black Lions Eyesight which is the visual version of this show and I promise to back my words with action. I have stuff to show you. Eventually, show you my loved ones, even these two, maybe, in the short clip. Because people not only should be seen, they should be heard. With that said, 
I love you all very much. Please continue to support me. Just like the gallery. Take care of yourselves. Bye.